Well, hey, welcome back into the North Florida Sports Network. Happy Tuesday, June 6, 2023. We got a great show for you today. We got the Reno 411. Summer is definitely in. Camps are underway. So we're going to check in with Jimmy Reno. See what's going on in recruiting. Couple of big weekends. We're also going to check up on the Lady Knows as they're in the national championship. That starts tomorrow night against the Oklahoma Sooners. We have like a 52-game winning streak. Can't wait for that. Got a couple emailer questions. So a great show. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. The podcast is available everywhere. You can tweet the show at the NFLSN. If you have a question for the show, please email me at austin at the NFLSN.com. Keep it locked. Let's get started. Jimmy Reno, man. What's up, man? What's going on? How's everything going up there in Ohio? I know the or the Midwest. I know the days are numbered, man. Yeah, it's 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 going good, man. It's going good. We uh you know, we're moving right along. I think we got something what like thirty eight something days left till we're till we're back in the sunshine state. So, oh man, it's great. Um, dude, I'm counting, I'm counting down, man. I can't yeah. wait. Man, it's gonna be good to have you back in the sunshine state. Oh, it's gonna feel amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna be on the ground, man. They better watch out, dude. I'm gonna be scooping everybody. Right. Speaking of scooping, um, you know, the recruiting season's back open. Yes, sir. You know, recruiting people, slash camp season is yeah, is, camps is full effect. Kids need to go somewhere. That's right. That's right. Like, don't Please. sign your kid up for a half day camp. By the way, you do the whole day. Nah, I've got to do full day, man. Yeah. Full day. Back in the day, yeah, I remember getting dropped off. Was it like seven in the morning? You get picked up 7:30, at six thirty. Pick up when when uh pick up when mama gets off work type of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember that too. Oh yeah. Well, we These got days is a little different. Yep. We got camps going on. It's a good way to get your foot in the door with families, get your foot in the door with prospects. Uh, what's going on out there? That's right. That's right. Well, <clears throat> this past weekend, Florida State was back at it hosting official visits. Um, you know, the recruiting dead period ended, I think, June 1st. People started getting their official visits. There's, there's summer plans in order. And Florida State hosted, I think, six official visits this past weekend. Um, the biggest one is, is a linebacker out of Nashville, Tennessee, Edwin Spillman, mm. uh, arguably the top linebacker on Florida state's board. Okay. Uh, you know, he's, I think he's rated four star um, somewhere in like the, the two twenty range of, of top national kids. Um, you know, but he, he's, it's an interesting story. He's, he's actually, he and his two brothers were adopted from Sierra Leone at a young age. So he's, kind of just transition to America slowly. Uh, but he is every bit of a, of a four-star linebacker. This kid is, he's pr- probably the prototypical player for Randy Shannon. Um, you know, impeccable grades in the classroom, you know, pillar of the community type off the field and, and just an absolute headhunter at linebacker. With all that being said, um, you know, 
even though he really, you know, he gave rave reviews about the visit. He loves the visit. I think he's still probably a long shot for Florida State okay. to sign. Um, I don't think he's going to venture too far yeah. from home. I'm looking from, you know, Tennessee or Georgia, uh, probably going to be the landing spot for him. Um, you know, Ohio State is the fourth school that's that's on his finalist. But again, yeah. he's shooting big. In the days man. of the transfer portal, you don't, you don't, you don't close the door on kids, even if they don't pick you the first time. But this, this is that's a good point. Yeah, that was the. Yeah, that was the biggest, the big name. A um, couple other guys, uh, defensive back out of the state of Louisiana, Wardell Mack. Big, big, big prospect for Patrick Sertan, um, you know, Louisiana guy himself. And, I, you know, they, they really got a nice kind of relationship and everything. LSU is going to be really tough to beat because, it, you know, I think he's something like 30 minutes from Baton Rouge. It, it, it's going to be hard. But, again, he's another kid that came away saying, saying great things about mm-hmm. Florida State. And that kind of just that, you know, I I know it's kind of like, yay, we're finishing runner up. You know, you're celebrating second place, but it, it's still important that you're you're bringing in top kids and that they're seeing, you know, positives within your program because that gets back to their programs mm-hmm. and back in state, and they start talking to other prospects yeah. of other classes, and you know, so what? those were the two the two big ones. Um, there's another kid, Christian Christian Clark, uh, you know. Some of you old timers may remember his uncle Kenny Felder, who played at FSU. Um, he's a kid out of the state of Arizona, running back. He was also on his his official visit. Florida State sits really good with him. It just okay. uh, I don't think he's going to decide until December. And it's his running back position. It always just kind of shakes out, you know, weird at, in the end. Uh-huh. So I, I I'd put him at a at a you know a strong possibility, but seems like uh, they were going swinging for the fences with some guys that are. Yeah, the, I, think, I think. Yeah, I think they. Um, they. You know, they made it a point to kind of bring in some of their their out of state guys first, so they could focus more attention on them and their families. Uh, the, as you see these these next few weekends in, in June, you're going to see more kind of southeast region or or Florida in particular, uh, Georgia, some kids from Alabama. But uh, th- this coming weekend is is going to be a big one for Florida State. Um, not for. You know, if not for the official visits, then then for the three unofficial visitors coming from uh, Hollywood, Florida, Chaminade Prep. The biggest is Josiah Trader. He's been a top target for Florida State for a little bit over two years now. Um, Florida State likes him as a wide receiver. Some schools are recruiting him as a defensive back. Uh, he's listed as an athlete. I think he's a wide receiver. The kid's got speed and explosives. Uh, you know, he's another one of these guys that's going to be a Miami Florida state battle. Um, his teammate, Zaquan Patterson, top 100 safety. I think he's the number five rated safety in the country. This is an important player for mm-hmm. Florida state to, to get in good with mm-hmm. and try to make some noise. Um, they desperately need playmakers at the safety position to, to start adding to that depth. Uh, this kid, you know, he fits it all. But again, this is another kid that Miami's heavy after as well as Alabama, Georgia, he was a top 100 kid, mm-hmm. but getting them on an unofficial visit for a multi-day unofficial visit, hopefully securing an official visit from Patterson later in the recruiting season, that's going to be a, a big key. Um, you know, and a lot of connections from from these kids to current Florida State Seminole Edwin Joseph. Okay, uh, so there, there's you know this is a big weekend for right. for, the, for the coaches, man. They they got you know they got some guys that they could really really make some headway on and. You know, so we'll see what happens with Strike that. Strike where the iron's hot. Seems like yeah, good reviews yeah. are coming out. And like you were yeah, saying earlier, if 
you want to have that good atmosphere with the transfer portal every year. Who knows when you will see a kid again? Oh yeah, you can't. You you can never discount anything. Um, it, you know, in the old days, it's you know you would see Florida State kind of cut bait and and maybe circle back around. And it's it, it's totally different now. And for instance, the the coaches were down in Boca at a satellite camp with FAU. Um, I think it was either yesterday or the day before, and and hanging out with a lot of these kids, including Zaquan Patterson and Joe Shia Trader, as mm-hmm. you know, their seven on seven teams are working out. It they're never there's never a dull or not a dull, but never a moment where you don't have to like. You know, Florida State has to have a presence everywhere within state. Like if any anything that's going on, you, you know, Norvell has to have Florida State as a presence there, and it, it's he's doing a really good job of it. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens though. Yeah, yeah. A long way to go. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a. That's just part of the recruiting season, man. That's why we, yeah, I got you on pool, here. Man. It's, it's the kiddie pool. pool. It can be dangerous, yeah. especially when camp season comes around, and you don't. Oh, yeah. And you're rushing around, and there's different running around. You get you, yeah. that's the thing. You get too many kids, and you get too many. You know, you can't can't make sense of it. So it's you know, it's right. definitely a, a delicate balance. But I. I I I still I say it all the time when I'm on your show, man. I on the show, it, it just you know, night and day contrast from where this program was recruiting wise, just you know, three four years ago. Right. Um, with even with like within state, Florida State was just this. They were a punching bag, um, and it, it, yeah, yeah. To to be able to to work your way and build your way up out right. of that it, it is, and and you know what, they did it without this ridiculous list of blue chip blue chip mm. talent on their roster yeah you know they found guys that that fit culture. what they wanted to do yeah culture that everybody yeah. preaches about culture well it's you know you hear a lot about it especially right now in the finals with the heat and mm-hmm. it's kind of but you want to bring that atmosphere the kind of player you're looking for and yeah then, yeah just you know it, I, I don't I don't know, man. It, it just the mindset. Right. Yeah. The guy that I call it sense of urgency. Okay. Yeah. It's you can think back to when we played football, man, and the peewee days and stuff. And it it I mean, your coaches were talking about coaching effort. You know, right. we can't waste time coaching effort. Yeah, you know, and that's it, amazingly, you know, Florida State was in that position where a lot of their players, you know, four or five years ago, it's like, God, you know, you yeah. gotta coach effort out of these guys. These yep. guys with NFL talent, they just, you know, half the time don't look like they're interested in doing it. So it, it's exciting time and it's going to be a huge season. Yeah, it's going to be a huge season. I was skeptical of his ability to actually rebuild the roster to Mm -hmm. the point that it's at. Um, Well, the transfer portal has been a godsend for Mike. It has, it has. And, and, you know, I, I don't know why, maybe it was just a pessimist in me. I, I just, you know, when it, you think, Jim? Be, I mean, yeah, you, when you became, picked it. <laughs> when it became time to like, I, you know, because I was I was looking at what Manny Manny Diaz was doing at Miami yeah. when he was there, and 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 you know when he brought in, you know, a couple NFL guys, he brought in De'Ari King, and I was like, you know, this this guy may be on to something, right? Like you can use a transfer portal to to supplement high school recruiting, right? And then you know Norve- Norvell showed up, and the roster was a mess. I was like, man, if he just you know if, if they right. go hardcore on the portal and and they get lucky maybe they could do it and they they you know they damn sure just work some portal magic like well, year after year 
there's three seasons there in a row where they just that's not by that's not by accident you have to you have to you're you're trying to you have to have the guys that do come in when they leave be better than when they got here and when you can consistently show that you're doing that then it's just gonna attract more transfers yeah, and that's and and you know they've had guys they brought guys in that haven't worked out, but it hasn't been you know right to the point where where you know it's been a negative. They've just they've wished them well and they've watched them go to another school the next year. Right, and it just yeah, there's never been any drama around one or anything like that. And knocking on wood because you know we got a we still got a boatload of them, but it mm-hmm. yeah I yeah I. I'm extremely impressed with their ability to to rebuild the roster to this point and and the the positive vibes yeah. that are going on within the program. Well, it's a lot of I mean, it's just new ground for everyone. Fans, I mean, coaches, everyone. I mean, college football. Was it Mac Brown said it? Like I remember him saying that. Was it last year or something? College football has changed more these last three years than it has the past fifty. You know, yeah. like yeah. it's it's without question. It's without a completely question. different game, and it's. It's in motion. I mean, it's it's run yeah, by basic. It's, it's run by basically TV networks. So, yeah, and the, the, it's a very important right now in the landscape that it's that it's going to that Florida State's football program mm-hmm. is as strong as it can be because yep. that's what's dominating TV, yep. and that's what you know. That's that's Florida State's ace. You know, up its sleeve. Is, right. Ratings. We still got the TV yeah, ratings. Still got the, yeah. Whether we're good or bad, we still got the 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 football program that that everybody's going to tune in to watch. That's true. Um, yeah, and that's <clears throat> yeah. Well, because you know, it's going to get crazy, man. It, it is. It, you know, their conferences are going to be gone. Um, it's kind of like when who it's going to be a whole another wave. It's coming. Who's going to be the first out of that ACC contract? You know, that's something yeah. that I'd like to see. Is that was that's, one of the worst contracts ever? Yeah, I think. I think they're going to have to just pretty much go at it as, as a unified front, man. With Like yeah. you said, what do they call it? The magnificent seven. But I, I think they'll have to, you know, it'll have to be like 10 of the schools. Just yeah. Listen. Mm. We're done. But uh, who knows, man? Who, yeah, knows? who knows? Well, we got next year where we know where everyone's going to be and you got to take it kind of like a year to year basis now, kind of like every player, every coach. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no more. You, you just got to be a fan of the, uh, of the school and the program, kind of like you do in the NFL or with the pro team. You know, it's players come and go, coaches come and go. No, no use getting too attached to your favorite player anymore. I mean, you know, if he stays for a full three or four years mm-hmm. at your school, then great. Yeah. But if be, be prepared for him to jump ship as soon as success, you know, approaches. Right. Crazy. Got a couple of questions for you. Got some questions for you. All right, you ready? Uh, I am ready. All right, we got one. Oh, it's about the transfer portal in baseball. Um, FSU transfer portal in baseball, they're already getting a bunch of guys. But this one is about, can you talk about some of the guys and why have why has FSU got so many guys from UCF? That's from Brian. Oh, that's, that's from Brian. That's good. Good question. Good question. Well, I, I think it's you know kind of it, there's two parts to it. Number one, UCF, the, you know, Central Florida fired their baseball coach, so that right there, you saw a lot of guys from that that team start to explore the transfer portal. Um, 
And the number two, there's some guys that were on that roster that should have probably been recruited a little bit harder by Florida State the first time around. And I'm specifically uh, referring to Faroe's kid, Adam mm. Faroe's son. What, I, his first name is Drew. Drew. Yeah. Drew Faroe. Yeah. You know, I, I don't understand it. I don't. The kid was at Florida High. He was he was killing it on the football field and in baseball. Like I I don't I don't know if there was something kind of behind the scenes there or what, man. But like that that kid should have been at Florida State. Mm. So he goes he goes to UCF and he breaks their freshman home run record. Mm. Like duh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know, uh, so that that for me, him, him you know, I, I think he would have been at Florida State had Link Jarrett been at Florida State earlier. I think there would have been a lot of enough time for him to get there and keep him from signing with UCF and, and convince him to come and play at Florida state. I'm really glad he's coming there, man. I'm, I, you know, I'm a big fan of Adam Farrow. You know, he used to help Mike, big Mike work out back in the day. So it, it you know, big, big, big shouts to that. Um, right. you know, and the other kid, the other kid, Cam Leiter, uh, I, you know, all he is is Al Leiter's nephew, you know, his dad is what Mark Leiter played in the, played in the MLB too. You know, he's got all those, you know, bloodlines and everything. I, I don't, again, I think they missed the boat on him. Um, you know, it, it's yeah. not just UCF though. You know, they got uh what is it? Alex Lodies, Lodies mm-hmm. from North Florida, Max Williams from Alabama. Like they're getting, so looking for a quick can, turnaround. Yeah. They're getting kids that can hit bats in the lineup. Um, that's what they're, they're trying to do. And that, I, I'd expect them to probably go heavy on arms, but yeah, they're, they're, they're purging a lot of that roster. You would have seen it done a lot earlier, but again, they, Notre Dame was in the College World Series. Link Jerry couldn't really. You're not going to bail on a team when you're in Omaha. So. Well, I didn't forget about the uh, Seminoles that are in the College World Series right now. And that's right. Right. Um, we got a listener out in Oklahoma who's ready for this matchup. Oh yeah, yeah. We're all ready for this. Matchup. What he he want he's he's excited to see it. Um, They've won 52 straight games. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody loses eventually. There you go. I I, I watched uh, FSU clinch the spot in the uh, lineup in the championship. Yeah, it was uh, it was nerve wracking there in the beginning for, yeah. for the first three or four innings. Um, they just you know, I I it's, don't know, man. It, it's tough. I, I yeah. I think Florida State is. If anybody can beat Oklahoma, I think right. I think Florida State's the, the team that's going to do it. You're going to have to I do it twice, win. though. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. To win the whole thing, they're going to have to do it twice. I right. don't know if they can do it once. They did it yeah. once two years. Was it? They did it once two two years yeah, ago. Two then years they lost ago, they, twice. So we'll see. Yeah. What a great season they've had. I mean, wow. Yeah, it's it seems a, like these yeah. two teams have been on a collision course. You know, I, I I've started to pay attention. And uh, FSU softball, man, they're they're really representing. Yeah, they've the been, North uh, Florida area, man. man. What's that? Three, three, three championships and what? Six right. years. We'll see if they can years? get their second title, and that's Wednesday night. We also have a couple of former Knowles up for College Football Hall of Fame, and uh, oh, yeah. I, I'm surprised they're not in. And it's Work Done and P Dub, man. Work Done's not in. No, nah, man. What the hell's going on here? Are you serious? Yep. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm surprised work done is not in. I, um, I'm going to say something. I'm not surprised Peter Work is not in, but I think it is an absolute joke 
but he isn't in and that I don't I don't think he will ever be inducted into the college football. What? Uh, I, I, you know, the, the same reason he wasn't awarded the Bolitnikoff, the same reason he wasn't a Heisman finalist, the same reason that, you know, everybody just kind of glosses over that 99 season and who the best player in college football was. Um, yeah. It was definitely Peter Wart and went to Dillard's, yeah. though. I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, like, and then yeah. especially in today's, like, all right, you, but you can vote still knowing that what you know now. Like, yeah. what do you get? Some clothes? I mean, even even all of that, man. Like, it's ridiculous that someone he he got suspended for two daggum games. Two games. Wait, you're not allowed yeah. to be suspended in a game, and, and you can't be in the College Football Hall of Fame. I guess that, it's not that, like that. Was, the, that was that was my whole thing. You know, maybe maybe they will. Maybe they'll do the right thing and throw them in there because it's. It, I mean, there is no. It's supposed question. to be your career in college. I mean, the daggum it. He won a national championship. He was. A dominant player every year he played. So I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you. The, the 97 game at Clemson alone would put him in the College Football Hall of Fame. That performance, he like, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that it he's not ridiculous. already in. And it's just, it's just a ridiculous report, done, man. I mean, come on. Right. The guy was an All-American, what, three out of the four years? And the freshman year was the year we won the national title. We don't win the national title without him. Like, Come on, what are we doing here? It was what are you doing? Six was the senior year. Like we're, we're 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 pushing thirty years since he's been in college, and he's still not in the college football hall of fame. Well, yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he ran the dan- he he rushed for a thousand yards three times. All right. I mean, it was. A, I don't understand it. Peter well, Work was back to back first team oh, all American. Okay, so like he Peter was an all American back to back. Is still talked about is arguably the most yeah. elusive player in, in the history of college football. Well, that's yeah. ridiculous. Hopefully they both get in, but I hope you're wrong on that pick, but you're probably not. Um, anyway, we got the NBA Finals Wednesday night. The Heat. We'll see if they can get, get a 2-1 lead. We got the Seminoles playing for the national championship in Oklahoma City against the Sooners. We'll be watching and we're going to react to it. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next time right here on the North Florida Sports Network.